Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. Everybody, shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 106 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. How are you today, Svia? Tov. Tov meod. Tov meod. Beseder gamor. Amen. That's like really good. Yeah, like everything's okay. I'm not missing anything. Hallelujah. I don't need to search anymore, hallelujah. Sin doesn't control me anymore, hallelujah. So I will sing from my heart. It's enough to be your son. Amen? Amen. 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 We're excited to sing that one, huh? I'm dancing over here. You can't see me, but I am. I'm dancing. I don't know if I got the uh, English translation matched up with the right words, though. Right. <laughs> but I was trying to. That was actually a really excellent translation. Can you as... can you say it in Hebrew, each line, and then I'll say it in English? Lo chaser li davar, hallelujah. I'm not missing anything. Hallelujah. I don't need to search anymore. Hallelujah. And I hope I'm saying this right, by the way. <laughs> you can ask your Hebrew teacher. Right, exactly. Hallelujah. Sin doesn't control me anymore. Hallelujah. Can, Amen. Can, yes. And that's then the right. last one. So that says, so I will sing from my heart. It's enough to be your son yes, or daughter. Mm, Amen. That's beautiful. So we were excited to, to sing that. And you know what? That is enough, isn't it? Yes. Is it enough to be a son or daughter? Absolutely. Of God? Amen. If, if that's not enough, tell me what's going to be enough for you. Nothing. Right? Yeah. There's no bigger inheritance than to be a son or daughter of the King of Kings. There's, there's nothing bigger that you can inherit. Nothing. No greater family to be a part of. That's right. Amen. Amen. So it is enough. He is more than enough, huh? Yes, yes. And uh, so we were singing this song uh, a couple weeks ago at the Shiloh Ben-Hod concert. Right. Right. At Beth Hallel, which mm-hmm. is a Messianic congregation in Roswell, Georgia. Yeah, good so, brethren there. And but, Beth Hallel means house of praise. Yes. Beth Hallel. Hallelujah. And they praise the Lord in this congregation. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. We mm-hmm. actually, our friends, Brother Adam and his girls came, they were there a little ahead of us at the concert. 
and yeah. saved us some seats so we could dance and praise the Lord. And yeah. Faith had her little banner. She was waving a banner and worshiping the Lord in the back. Amen. Dancing. Right. They're yeah. all dancing in, in a circle, kind of doing some uh, Jewish style dancing. But it was so beautiful because actually the Lord made it possible for our brother, Adam, to go to this event. Uh, and it was really just a, a God thing. It was. Because he actually got to help Shiloh and the band, because he works with us at Adoption Airfare. He got to help them get to the States. Yeah. And he was going to go to an event that they were going to be a part of in Texas. And there was a bunch of uh, believers from Israel that were going to do this conference. And he was going to go to that. Yeah. But he got sick. Right. So he couldn't go. Mm. The whole family was going to go. Yeah. And it all just kind of fell through. Mm. And so they were a little disappointed about that. But then we got an email from Beth Hillel that Shiloh was going to go to Beth Hillel and, and do a worship uh, event. And Adam didn't know anything about it. Yeah, It was actually a last minute thing that Beth Hillel kind of they put together. It was yeah. a last minute thing and Shiloh was coming here. And we got an email yeah. saying that they're going to have a worship event with Shiloh Ben-Hod and we were like, whoa, no way. Adam didn't get to go to the to the thing in Texas, mm-hmm. but the Lord just brought him over here. And so he got to go. And it was perfectly timed because our brother Adam, that very day of the event, had a major trial that just came upon him, like in James chapter one, mm-hmm. where it says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, when they come upon you unexpectedly. Right. So the very day of the event, he had this major trial come upon him mm. and the Lord just had prepared this event, this worship event yeah. to encourage our brother and uh, his daughters. Yes. And so they went to this event and it was so perfectly timed by the Lord mm. just to bring joy, actually to help him count it all joy. Yeah. Because he's there rejoicing yeah. and he got to go to this event that he didn't think he was going to be able to go to. Mm-hmm. God brought it to him. Yeah. I personally just think it's awesome how God does things like that for his children. How about yeah, you? absolutely. He's just so faithful to his children. Yeah. To do stuff he like that. He is. Well, he's done that for me too in a time of need, um, bringing me to that concert with Damaris Karba, mm-hmm. you know, many years ago. I was going through a major trial and God brought mm. me to a concert to encourage me with some worship. You know, Amen. he he does that. It's like a ministry that he has. It's really sweet. Amen. And it was also just beautiful at this concert to see Jew and Gentile children of God all worshiping together yeah. as one in Messiah. Oh, yeah. And right? there's one house of praise. There is something in my heart that happens when I am worshiping God in Hebrew. Mm. I don't know (laughs) what it is. It's just so precious to me to be able to worship the Lord in Hebrew and to understand, you know, some, not all of everything. But, you know, it was nice because at this concert, they actually had the English words underneath the Hebrew words, and they had the transliteration, so you can pronounce it with them and actually enter in to worshiping God in Hebrew. I I think we should encourage everybody to look up Shiloh Ben-Hod. Yes, definitely. uh, His YouTube, and because just beautiful worship... And it's in Hebrew and in English. Yes. So he they sing some in Hebrew, some in English. It's very worshipful. I think everybody should look that up. Yes, definitely look yeah. up Shiloh Ben Ho. You'll definitely be blessed by that. Amen. And and you're right. There's something about singing in Hebrew. Mm. 
especially us as Gentiles. We're not trying to become Jews, but God's plan was never just for Israel. Mm. It was also for the Gentiles to be a part of this. Amen. And here we are, Gentiles of the Jewish Messiah, who's not only the Messiah for the Jews, but for the whole world. Yes. His his heart beats for the whole world, not mm-hmm. just for Israel. Yeah. So I have a few questions. And on today's show, um, we're going to encourage all of our Gentile brethren to praise the God of Israel. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So that's why we have that title. Yeah. Um, so, but I have a question. Why did God single out Abram, then Isaac, and then Israel? Why, why did he choose the Jewish people. Mm. It wasn't just to give them his Torah and for them to just delight in it all to themselves. You see, he wanted Israel, he wanted the Jewish people to be a light to the nations and make him known throughout the earth by being faithful and being faithful examples of a nation that follows his laws. Mm. That's what he wanted. So we're thankful for how God used Israel right? Mm, We're thankful because through them came the scriptures, right? Through them came the Messiah, Mm. came so much that we're thankful for. Yes, And that thankfulness works in our heart, a heart that wants to bless the people of Israel, Mm. right? With their Messiah, with the word of God. Amen? Definitely. So we know in history, of course, that, that Israel failed, right? God called them to be that light to the nations, Israel failed, but the one within Israel who perfectly represented Israel to the world, Yeshua HaMashiach, he didn't fail, right? Mm, No, amen. Israel failed to represent God to the world, but God didn't fail Israel or the world, did Mm, he? No. He promised to bless all the nations, didn't Mm, he? Yes. Because he's the promise keeper. Amen. He's the promise keeper. (laughs) Yes, And that all started with Abram, remember, in Genesis chapter 12. So I want to read through some important passages that should really stir our hearts as Gentiles to worship the God of Israel and to see his plan for us. In Genesis chapter 12, the Lord says something, and it's repeated in Genesis chapter 18. It says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Mm -hmm. And in Genesis 18, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in Abram. Mm -hmm. Can you see something there a little bit bigger than just Jacob? Right. Just Israel. Yeah. See something bigger. See God's plan. For the whole world. The yeah, whole Haolam. It's a big plan. Yes. Then in Genesis 22, very important passage, Abraham and Isaac. Isaac is offered up. And that's the same place that Yeshua died, where mm. the father offered his son. Right. But it says, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed mm. because you have obeyed my voice. And that's so awesome, too, because you see there the picture of Jesus, Yeshua, dying. He laid down his life, actually. Yeah. In the same place. Wow. That's where Yeshua laid down his life. Mm. And it says, through Abraham's seed, that is Jesus. Mm. He is that seed. 
all the nations would be blessed. So if you're a Gentile, you should see yourself in here. Yeah. Because you're one of those. Yeah. Definitely. See, God's plan was big. Mm. Amen. Yes. We can be thankful, right? Oh, yeah. So as we read these verses, let's let our thankfulness just grow. Amen. Then we see in Deuteronomy 32, verse 43, says this, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. That's the people of Israel. Mm. So the Gentiles were to rejoice with the people of Israel. Mm. Why? Because God has a big plan and you're included. Wow. So rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants and render vengeance to his adversaries. He will provide atonement for his land and his people. So God is saying he has a plan for Israel here. Mm. And Gentiles, if you're wise, you'll get on board. Right. And eventually you're going to see it open up. Mm. So God had a plan. He was going to take care of his people, but it was bigger than just the people of Israel. Just to know that he was working this plan way back then is just really powerful because we know the end of the story yeah. as Amen. believers. Amen. Here we are. Mm. So fast forward a little bit further in the book of Psalms, Tehillim, right? Mm, yes. We see this plan that includes the Gentiles. Psalm 117 verses 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Mm. Laud him. That means like applaud him. Right. Clap for him. <laughs> Clap. All you peoples. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Amen. So why is God putting Gentiles in here? Did, did he have like a plan for the Gentiles too? Yeah, I think so. And he's <laughs> letting his people know Amen. that he wants them to praise him too. That's right. <laughs> and then as we move forward, we see it come even clearer in the book of Isaiah, the prophet, because he speaks about this plan probably more detailed than any other person in the Old Testament. Mm. And you start to see how this plan is foretelling of the one who would save the whole world. Mm. Starting in chapter 42, 1 through 7, it says, Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Wow, this is a Jewish prophet here, including Gentiles. This message yeah. is not just going forth to Israel. Right. It says, He will not cry out nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. These are personal pronouns. This is a person here. Yeah. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth, not just for Israel, the whole earth. Mm. And the coastlands shall wait for his law. Those are some far off lands. The coastlands. Yeah. It's not just Israel here. It's a bigger plan. Mm. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people. That's the people of Israel. Mm and as a light to the Gentiles. Mm. See, the plan is bigger than just the people of Israel. It's also right. for the Gentiles. Now listen to this, because this includes us here. So as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. Mm. 
That was me. Yes. Amen. No. And who did that? Yeshua. Yes. He opened my blind eyes and mm. brought me out of a deep pit, out of a prison yeah. of my own flesh and sin. And mm-hmm. I talk about being a light. I mean, like, like I say, when I met him, the lights went on for me That's in right. my life. Hallelujah. And then in Isaiah 49, one through seven, it goes on. You see this plan for the Jews and the Gentiles. And you see this one who represented Israel. So in verse one, it says, listen, O coastlands to me. That's some far off lands. Yeah. And take heed, you peoples from afar. That would be us, right? If you picture us here, right, in Atlanta, compared to when this was being spoken, when he's talking about peoples from afar. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be us. Here we right. are with We're some faraway people. Pretty far away. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, the Lord, Yahweh, the Lord has called me from the womb. Now it's talking about Messiah here. From the matrix of my mother, he has made mention of my name. Now, can you think of someone who was made mention of in the womb? Do you remember Miriam? Yeah. Do you remember Angel Gabriel coming? Yes. He even told her what the name was going to be. Right here, right? Yes. Made mention of his name? Mm. What's that name? Yeshua? Yeshua. Salvation. (laughs) Amen. Here it is. Isaiah speaking about it. Mm. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. Remember, when Yeshua returns, out of his mouth goes a sharp double-edged sword. Mm. That's the word of God. Yeah, same. Made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me. The Father's hand's upon him, right? Yes. And made me a polished shaft. In his quiver, he has hidden me. And he said to me, you are my servant, O Israel. Wait a second. How could it be Israel here? It's talking about a person, right? Well, let's go read on. You're going to see. This is powerful. You are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. Yet surely my just reward is with the Lord and my work with my God. And now the Lord says, that's Yahweh, the Lord says, who formed me from the womb to be his servant and to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel is gathered to him. Wait a second. Here's someone who's called Israel, but he's going to be used by Yahweh to bring Jacob, to bring Israel back to God. How could Israel bring Israel back to God? Now this is speaking of that one within Israel who represents Israel. You see? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because here, Yeshua is actually taking on the name Israel. Because where Israel failed to be a light to the world, the one within Israel isn't going to fail. You see? Amen. But he's called Israel because he fulfills Israel's destiny. Where Israel failed, the Messiah of Israel will not fail. It's kind of like in the Olympics, if an Olympic athlete wins the gold medal for a country, a lot of times what they say is, the USA wins gold. Right. But it's really that one athlete who won the gold medal. Mm. But then they say, USA wins gold. Or if there's the athlete within Israel, he wins the gold medal. And they say, Israel wins the gold medal, mm. right? But he's the one who did it. Yeah. See, it's just like with Yeshua. Mm. He did it. He represents Israel. Right. But he's going to bring Israel back to God. And it says, for I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, this is Yahweh. He says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant 
to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. That's too small a thing for you, Messiah. He's going to do that, but there's something bigger. He says, I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles. Is that awesome? Yeah. It's too small a thing for you just to save Israel. I'm going to give you as a light to the Gentiles, Mm. that you should be my salvation, that you should be my Yeshua to the ends of the what? Earth. Ends of the earth. Mm. Now, was the nation of Israel ever the salvation to the ends of the earth? No. No, but one within the nation was. Yes. Amen. And how do we know? It's like the whole world knows him. He's the most famous Jew in all history. Of course. Because he's fulfilling exactly what Isaiah is saying here. You go down to Mexico, they, they know about him. They know about that Jew. They're wearing crosses, you know, there there's so many people all over the world that know him. That know this Jew. That's right. This one right here from Isaiah 49. Amen. Right? That's a miracle. So it goes on. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, their Holy One, to him whom man despises. Was he despised and rejected? Yes. To him whom the nation abhors. That's the nation of Israel at that time. This is Mm. prophetically speaking about the nation of Israel. And the nation as a whole abhorred him, Mm. didn't they? The nation as a whole rejected him. To him whom the nation abhors, to the servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes also shall worship because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel. And he, that's Yahweh, has chosen you, Yeshua. Wow. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. That's beautiful. Die Lee. It's enough. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It is enough. Praise God for his wonderful plan to bring Jews and Gentiles into perfect unity through the promised Messiah, Jesus. Mm, Amen. Yes. Can we praise God for that? Yes. Praise the Lord. And, Amen. And that's what we saw at Beth Hillel uh, a couple weeks ago. That's right. We saw the Jews and Gentiles all praising God together. Mm. This is exactly what God wanted. Yeah. Amen. So beautiful. Amen. And this is exactly what Ephesians chapter two speaks of. And I want to finish with this passage, but it's really powerful speaking to this. This is God's intention. The apostle Paul, who was sent to the Gentiles, God spoke this through him. It says, therefore, remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands. That's the Jews that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one. That's Jew and Gentile. He has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two. The two is Jew and Gentile. Mm -hmm. He wants to make one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, Mm. thereby putting to death the enmity. We saw that at Beth Hillel. Yeah. <laughs> Jews and Gentiles, no enmity there. No. Just unity, not enmity. Yes. Amen? That's so sweet. And it goes on, verse 17. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off. That's the Gentile. Remember the far, afar off people? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> people afar off. Yes. That's the Gentiles. He came and preached peace to them who are far off and to those who were near. That's the Jew. They were near. Mm. They were the ones who had the covenants. Right. They had the scriptures, right? They were near. For through him, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Mm. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Mm. It is such a special thing to be able to be one with the Messiah of Israel and to be able to say this to the Jewish people, you know, your Messiah changed my life. Mm. Your Messiah Mm. saved me and brought light to me, a Gentile, all across the world from Israel, you know? It's just such a blessing to be able to say our testimonies to the Jewish people because really it's powerful and it and it can provoke them to jealousy. It can be like mm-hmm. being the salt of the earth in a sense to That's say right. these things to them because when we share how their Messiah changed my life, they're like, wait a minute, are, but they're so confused about the topic of their Messiah, but, but the Messiah never came. We don't have a Messiah. We don't know our Messiah, you know, or they'll say things like Schneerson is our Messiah or something crazy. And it's like, no, you know, I am here to tell you that this light was brought to me. That's right. Isaiah 42 and 49. Here I am bringing it back to you. That's right. You know, you should already know him, Mm -hmm. but I know him and I'm here to introduce you to the one who saved me, who changed my life, you know, and it's such an honor and a privilege to Mm -hmm. bring that back to the nation of Israel, when we go on a Hineni tour or when we go into the land, you know, to be able to bring that back to the natural branch and to encourage them with the the encouragement that he's brought to us all the way across the world, you know, it's really a privilege and a joy. And, you know, it's just my hope and desire that, that we can be used to bring that light back to the people of the land. That we could preach peace to those who are near. Yes. Right? Meaning the Jewish people. Mm, yes. The Gentiles here are spoken of as being people that are far off. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. We were aliens to the commonwealth of Israel. We were aliens to the covenant. Outsiders. Promises. We were yeah. outsiders. So when it speaks near here, it's talking about the Jewish people. Okay. They should be, like you said, they should be near. They have right. the history. But here we are, the ones who were afar off, now been brought near through the blood of Messiah. Mm. Now we go preach peace to those Jews. Right? Wow. We preach peace to them. Mm. We preach the shalom, that the enmity might be put to death in their life, Mm. that they may no longer be at enmity with their Messiah, but they may have the peace of Messiah. Amen? Amen. Amen. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen? Amen. Amen. And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha. Maranatha.